Hello and welcome to another episode of the Marvin's World Podcast. Podcast where we speak to absolutely amazing and fascinating people. They're going to inspire us and give us joy. Help us turn what we love into a full-time job. And if you like this particular episode, share it with your friends. Give it a fantastic five-star review on iTunes. Or Amazon. Today's episode, we're going into the world of street theatre and busking with a fantastic Bina. She runs her own theatre company called Bel Air Taj and they have performed in over 13 countries. She's an absolute inspiring and wonderful person. And this is the episode to inform you the ins and outs for anyone that's looking to get in the street performing. Let's say hello to Bina. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Hello world. Hello podcast listeners. Nice to have you. Oh. It was a, it's, it's, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast and like from sort of an outsider we're, we're intrigued to find out about what got you into like street performing and like yeah how, how did you make how did you make it your job like how did you make what you love your full-time thing that's a very long story i hope you have some time <laughs> yeah yeah long story short uh, I quit school very early um, and I needed to have a job, you know, um, because I moved out from my parents also at these times, yeah, and I started to work in a theater and I did uh, everything around the ticketing and um, hosting the theater uh, audience through the show and before and afterwards. Um, and through this time, I grew into this uh, theater uh, I, I, yeah, it, it got my family somehow for this back in these days and that one day one guy asked me do you want so we have uh, a new production we need um, a light uh, assistant and I said whoa what me <laughs> light doing the lights I don't know I don't know yeah. and then I said yes and this changed my life completely and um, then I did uh, light for eight years and I uh, made an education as a stage uh, rigger and industrial climber. And I did uh, light for concerts, theater shows, rock and roll concerts, whatever you can imagine. And at the age of um, 23, I asked myself, okay, is this it? forever now will I be a light technician for the rest of my life and the answer came and I was like no <laughs> no chance I bought the bus and I started to travel and one friend said to me uh, go to um, Amsterdam there is a big festival uh, of freaky people maybe you'll like it and I went there and I did volunteering um, there and I was volunteering for a German street theater company, one of the biggest German street theater company back in these days. And mm. I immediately fell in love with this art form. 
and to people. And six months later, I joined the theater group in Germany. I moved from uh, Vienna to Frankfurt am Main, and I stayed there for three years. And it was uh, an amazing time of my life. Um, yeah, and um, but I thought, okay, I need more education in the sense of acting, theater, scenery, writing, um, writing performances. Um, and I went back to school. And I'm now also an educated uh, theater teacher, acting teacher. And I did my diploma in cultural management. And then I went back to Vienna and I had this deep wish. I would love to have my own street theater company. And I wrote, I can remember when I came home, a little wish to the universe. I wrote it on a paper and I put it somewhere. And um, two years later, I realized I'm in, I'm full on in being a, um, a street performer. Somehow it came to me. I mean, this is, for me, it's where you, it's a focus. And if you focus on something particular, you will achieve it. And this happened to me. I was not forcing it in any way. It's more like at, at some point I realized, wow, I have it. I have what I dreamed of. And things came, came to me, and I just, I just took the chances that uh, the life gave me. And now I'm this uh, director of Beledash Street Theater Company for ten years. Um, I founded with some um, colleagues um, a school for street theater, and I'm doing um, lobby work um, for um, street theater and contemporary circus in Vienna me now here how does it work though with street theater like how do, you, how do you get people to actually um actually stop and watch yeah um this is also a big topic but um you need to know maybe that i am not a busker there's a different difference between being a busker uh, more or less and a street theater performer so i'm rarely perform on the streets without having a festival hosting me so um i am yes i am i get booked from festivals invited to the festivals and then there i perform for the audience of the festival Okay, and like, how, how, that's interesting. So, I mean, how, how did it first start off? How did the ball get rolling? Because obviously, if you're new to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I can say I'm now in the 10th year, or, or let's say 2020 was 10th year, 10th anniversary. And I would say the ball needed five years years to really um, roll, as you said. Um, I sp we started very small um, and smart, I think, um, because um, in this whole street theater scene, there are also different genres you can perform with. And in and uh, we had a walking act. It's not a circle show. A walking act is moving um, through the whole festival. 
entertaining the people on the way and not a circle show. Um, so we could do a really new piece, totally new piece, uh, but with this uh, act we could learn quite easy and quick how, um, yeah, how it works to uh, interact, engage with people, um, entertain people, catch people, uh, make people stop, uh, improvise with people. I think this was a quite good choice to not start full on with, with uh, a circus show in this business for us. Yeah. Mm. And well, so is there a lot, how many festivals are there across the world in sort of street performing? There's quite a few of them. Like I know that there's one in Austria, isn't there? That's quite big. Um, I my my list for the application, um, for my application um, has around 600 festivals. Okay. But I, but I know there must be around 800 something thousands i don't know it's it's quite popular these days these street theater festivals busking festivals around the globe oh and, and how, how do you get people to stop like no not, not just stop but how does i know you're doing street theater and it's like different to busking but how 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 does it work getting all these things together like so, someone must do people pay tickets? Is there like a ticketing booth and it goes there? Or how, how do these festivals work? Um, yeah, differently. So they have festivals with tickets. Um, and then they have uh, um, just schedules. So um, you get uh, a place and a time and the audience have a program and then they can choose. Um, but um, to answer the question of how to stop people, I think um, it's first it's getting attention you can do it with voice music action but i think the second important thing is to change the atmosphere of a space um to hook people in so people are attracted when something changes yeah when they're uh, when the atmosphere of a space of a, changes into something different and the people can feel this and the third thing is that you start to connect with um, the people that you get friends very quickly mm. um, would i be able to ask little things about it without going too far because i find it interesting yeah. when i watch like some like one juggler told me what he did was he would get like he would make sure that he got three or four people stop, and he would, he would basically ask them, "Could you please stop for a second? Could you please stop for a second? And yeah. like with yeah. a lot of dancers, they just put the music on and they do some fancy dance things, and people go, "Oh, what's that?" And then they build it from there. Yeah. yeah. Um, as we teach this in our masterclass, uh, we would say that there are two ways. You have a quick and a slow build. Um, that means a slow build is a try to um, stop one, two, three people, a group of people, um, they stop very far. And then slowly, slowly I drag them into my line, to my border of my imagined stage, let's say so. Okay. 
And the other thing is that you start with something really explosive, you know, um, a good trick, loud music, punching jokes, and drag them in. In the mall. Okay. Is it two ways? And I think I think for each show and for each performer, there is a way how to do it. Not everyone can do a quick build. Some people or some shows need to have a slow build. But some people, they want to have like quick, fast performances, fast shows, and then they do these um, punchy, punchy things. It's not my thing. I would say I do a slow build. Okay. I would do it. Yeah. But what, what is quick, yeah. punchy things? I don't understand that. What's that? Uh, quick, punchy things. This is really loud music. It's um, having your amplification turned on full on. Um, uh, you are louder than your you um, you'll have um, more or less you have a we call it limo large impressive object you're very high you stand above the crowd and you make yourself visible and from start on from scratch you punch punch your um, your chokes your tricks boom 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 with a very high pace to keep the audience um, with you during your time, um, during your show. Mm. That's interesting because I always, I, I tried a bit of street performing myself and like the hardest thing I found was like getting people to stop in the first place. I tried doing a bit of magic here and there, but like, it's just, I think what would work, what, what one of my ideas now is maybe learn a bit of like contact juggling or do do a bit of break dancing or something at the start and then do build it from there because it's more visual. Mm -hmm. um, what I learned is you have to be self-confident as fuck. So if the people feel you're scared, you're unsure, then they don't stop. Because what's very important um, is in theater shows, you know, you, you read the program, you go there, you buy a ticket, you will know it's somehow good because you you can you, you read it on, on the internet, whatever, you know. Um, and then on the street, it's quite different because the people don't know you. So in first place, they need to trust you. So, and whom do you trust? Do you trust somebody who is, um, who has no self-confidence, who is unsure of what he's doing or she's doing. Um, and yeah, I think this also is important. If you're a new person looking to get into street performing as a whole, what advice would you give them? Yeah. Apart from being confident and knowing their thing. Ooh. In which sense? In the performing sense, in the marketing sense, um, in which sense? In a performing sense. Um, mm -hmm. Stay true to your dreams and to yourself, I would say. Um, it's really easy to get lost. Um, I would say that it's good to stop and reflect. Uh, meanwhile, the process of creating the show or in your first years, um, ask for advice, ask, ask, and ask people. Um, 
there be don't don't be ashamed to, to uh, as a newbie to um, ask um, professionals about their opinions um, ask for help to create the show you are not alone um, it's um, yeah it's street performing is like um, acting or um, being a carpenter you have to learn this job um, nobody you know, nobody uh, was walking on the street and then he got enlightened and one minute later he make, made the best, the best show of the world, you know, it's, it's, it's um, a craftsmanship. It's a very, one of the things I tried doing before was I was doing magic, I was, no, I was doing comedy and I was doing street performing and I was doing yeah. loads of different things. But the thing is, because I was doing two different things, I wasn't really progressing that much in either. So I feel like... <laughs> yeah. I do, I do like street performing a lot and I think it can help in any art form you're doing. And I think for me to go at properly, I probably have to take a year where I just focus on it to get good at it. Yeah. Or you take part in our street theater masterclass for two weeks and then ah. you will know more. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good plug. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> no, really, um, no, really, um, I dream a long time of realizing this project because um, why do street performers have to learn it the hard way? You know? I mean, there's a school really for everything. Um, and yeah. And now there is a school for street theater um, and we offer these workshops to people to learn this um, craft uh, and, to, and to, you know, to have it more easy than uh, all the generations before. Yeah, that's what there's a lot. There's, and there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of courses in comedy as well. You know, you don't have to. Yeah. And people enjoy what they do, so they're happy to teach. Yeah. Mm. Ah. yeah. But what, so, what may I ask you a bit about your act? So, like, you do a bit of singing and a bit of theatre, but what what do you do around that? Do you juggle, or what do you do? What sort of tricks do you do around it? Um, I um was an acrobat for partner okay. acrobat i did partner acrobat yes um but for our new show we do more comedy and just a little bit acrobatic because i'm old, getting old <laughs> somehow and yeah um imagine when i imagine having um three shows a day for um a whole weekend of three days then uh, my body says no <laughs> so we do <laughs> we do more comedy and acting in, in our new show splash yeah we work with water and a lot of uh, um, audience interaction I, f I find street performers food like mixing with some of them like i mean it's a very the street performers are very loud and very confident as you say, you have to be as a street performer. But when I compare them to comedians, comedians are a lot more insular and like a lot more quieter, nowhere near as confident. 
but when you speak to the like street performers and you're around them boom they don't give a shit about anything boom 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 and like very loud very aggressive and like there's and you get all sorts of weird things happening as a street performer like i had some um homeless person threaten me when i was doing street performing <laughs> i mean um are there are different kinds i mean i'm honestly sorry pros i'm bored of these um loud crazy freaking guys on the street shouting around i'm bored of these jokes i think it's time for also on the streets to show more um, sensitivity and to show yeah um to show um also other um skills than just being loud and aggressive and boom <laughs> I, yeah for me um uh, when i when i pass a performer who things still in 2020 that he needs to perform like this and it's okay guy do it but i'm not interested in this kind of performances anymore um for me it's more important if this uh, if a street performer is able to act able to play around with the tunes um the emotions who has a fine sense of the atmosphere who can create interesting turns in his show, um, who can write um, um, a unique um, performance and not copying others. Um, yeah, this is what me interests in street performing and performers. And um, I know quite a lot of performers and I feel, yeah, they are probably loud when they are on street, but they are not like this, you know, in private. No. Um, privacy. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it can, yeah, it's, it's quite. <laughs> I find one thing that's interesting about street performing is that it's very scripted. It's incredibly scripted. Like you'd think, like from an outsider, you think it's very improvised, but. Like stand-up comedy is quite scripted, even if you're hosting, yeah. but street performing is even more scripted. But it's very to the T. Uh, um, yeah, it's very scripted, that's true. Um, but um, in the way that you are um, all the time open and aware of everything that is happening around you during performance. So it sounds, it's people it's action it's whatever because this makes it so special um this this, this art form street theater that you um can integrate this in the moment into your show and then it feels like whoa it's happening in the moment but it's just because the um the performer is free to to leave you know the script a little bit take a turn come back you know what I mean? What I would like to say? Yeah, yeah but go with the flow. Like yeah. you, you have to react what's going on around you to put on a good show. Because if you're just doing your set and then you're not aware of anything, then it's not going to work. I mean, no, then you can go in a theater on a stage. <laughs> what, what has been an incident where you've had to be aware of what's going on? Like what's a mad incident 
that's happened to you as a street performer? A mad situation. No, I have no mad situation. Oh, but you must have something where someone's interrupted or heckled or they've said something to try and disrupt you or something off colour. No. Nothing? No. Oh. No. Okay, I'll, no. I'll, I'll tell you a funny story that I heard uh, or that I saw yeah, in, in the Edinburgh Fringe. Maybe it's because um, I'm a woman. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Or, more, or maybe it's because my performances don't, you know, they are not really confronting, you know, they are more poetic and they are. I try to touch the people um, with their on their emotional side and the heart. You know, maybe this makes a different atmosphere around my theater show, uh, my street uh, show, so people have no chance to get aggressive. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because I, I saw an incident where in Edinburgh, where there's a guy doing a lot of basketball tricks, and there was these guys that were heckling yeah. him and getting involved and he kept on saying cocaine go to the cocaine go to the cocaine but he gave them attention and they just carried on more and i was speaking to another busker and he said that was the wrong way to deal with it if he was there he would just quietly have walked over them said look could you please go away and walk over there rather than do that oh no no i remember one i remember something yeah but it was not any, I mean, people don't, they didn't do it um, because to interrupt the performance. Um, it had another reason. We were um, in a quite new festival. Um, it was the first time happening and the first time on this um, shopping street. And this is, um, was a shared space. So um, it was for um, uh, people um, walking by foot and people on bikes. And people were used to drive with the bike on this shopping street. And they said, you have to perform there. Uh, and okay, I mean, I would not have chosen this space now for my show, but okay, if the festival organization said, okay, like that. And the, the people with the bikes constantly start to, you know, like cross the show on and on because they didn't get it, you know, they, they, they um, they, they wanted to go through because they were used to it every day. They go the same way with the bikes, la la la, and they had to learn. Okay, this is um, this is uh, now a theater space and not their you know um, a way to work. Uh, at some point, they have to like um, maybe um, get off the bike um, for a second. Um, this I realized, and then and this was funny. It was the second, and then on the second day on the same festival, they said, okay, uh, maybe it's not a good. <laughs> they uh, said uh, just change the the, the side of the road and then we did and then there was an entrance of a garage and at some point like just cars started to like move in and out of the garage <laughs> and, uh, and they uh, interrupted us uh, it was a big show so I think um, so I had no really like um, moments with people but um, I had moments where the space for the show was not um, was not wisely chosen. 
So maybe mm. I was quite young when this happened and quite a newbie and I was not, uh, I had not the confidence to say to the organization, eh, 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 these are no good places to perform, for performers, no good places to make good shows. We have to find other places. And now I maybe would be more confident I would say, ah, let's search for something different. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. But, um, nothing that um, people, drunk, homeless, people on LSD trips, yeah, try to fuck around in my show. I never, no. <laughs> One thing I want to get into is how would a, how, two questions I want to ask you is how much work does it take to be a street performer like to make it your full-time job like what is your daily routine <laughs> like it must be a lot of work yeah. when you're doing it yeah. a lot of preparation a lot of advertising um you can uh, um let's start let's make a, a, a round a tour through the year or let's say um and we start when do we start? Uh, we start, yes, we start in October. So um, October is the time of the year to um, start your application process. So you're preparing, um, you're refreshing your um, email list, your festival list. You um, have collected through the year new festivals and information about um, new opportunities to perform. You, um, you start to um, collect uh, pictures, uh, you cut uh, the videos you have made from your shows to have a new promo, a new teaser. Um, and then in November, um, you start full on every day applying for your festival. And some festivals you need to write an email, some you have to fill in a, an application form. And I would say um, from November till mid of March, I'm more or less every day for five, yeah, let's say five hours on the computer for um, doing my um, application. And uh, meanwhile, um, in winter, you repair your props, you work on new tricks, you train, you uh, create new shows, um, or you try to have some free time, you go on holidays. I would say if, if I would go on holidays, then it's the best time between um, Christmas and yeah, Christmas and the 6th or ends of January because um, everybody in Europe is on holiday and the offices are closed so this is a good time but uh, January is um, mm, a very important moment because uh, most of the festival closed their application uh, applications uh, by end of January so you have to be more or less finished. Italy is a, in Spain they're a little bit later but um, yeah so Central Europe like Austria, Germany, Belgium, yeah, they're um, stopped by the end of the And then, um, then you, you're praying every day for um, 
invitations <laughs> in your inbox for festival and um, yeah you prepare your tour you book your flights you um, buy a train ticket and then uh, in end of April you if you're lucky you start to perform and then you are full on from April to um, October uh, with traveling through Europe or the whole world um, with your show you but during that you have to answer emails you have to repair your props you have to buy new props you have to pick up your costumes um, yeah do all these um, administrative work you um, take you need to take care about your insurance your taxes <laughs> yeah um, you and you are more sitting in cars trains um, airplanes than being on stage for sure so I uh, I'm everybody who asked me I said okay in summer I'm a full-time truck driver and in my breaks I'm on a stage and I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's amazing. <clears throat> how, how has um, being in street performing, street theatre, changed your life? Like, how has it changed you as a person? <laughs> um, I, I think it didn't change me as a person. I think I was this person before. I love to travel. I loved to try new things. I was mind open. Um, yeah, I think I was. I was this person before. Uh, it's changed my life in a sense that I'm full on working, and that I hadn't had a summer free. I mean, okay, 2020, I had for um, around 15 years. So, um, yeah, I was working all the time. This, I think, <laughs> changed the most. <laughs> yeah, so, um, I don't know. People see street performer and they feel like, oh, look at that, pretty amazing life. Yeah, party, <laughs> you know? But that's not true, man. No. We, work like, we work like crazy, yeah. Yeah. It's, you can, this performer it's a business it's a business you have a company it's a business and you run it like a professional business. That's it. Uh, yeah. but i'm guessing do you use a lot of card readers that must help a lot when you're getting payments of the izetta or sum up card reader what card readers yeah i've seen a lot of uh, certain street performers rather than use the cash what they do is they get the card reader and the cash out yeah. and then they charge yeah. people for it. Yeah, that's strange. But yeah, this is, um, this is the future. Yeah. I mean, we're, yeah, I don't know. I don't feel it's amazing, but it's the future. <laughs> it, it, I, love some... cash. <laughs> I love cash. I love, I love paper. 
I like to see it after the show in town. Oh, paper. <laughs> the feel of the you know, money. Paper. Yeah, 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 you know. Um, I love, I, yeah. But it's the future, yeah. Cashless is the future, so I somehow we need to deal with it. <laughs> but uh, I try to avoid. I have no card reader. Probably in 21, I have one. <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't actually the last years. Actually, I haven't seen one with a courage, but probably 21. I don't know. Two sort of interesting questions. Well, three actually interesting questions to ask you. The, the, okay how do you how do you balance sort of performing in uh, like different languages because like you say you travel across the world but you, surely you don't know like six or seven languages surely, surely you don't know, like there's been nations where you don't know that language <laughs> true so that's why all my performances work without words oh yes because if I would work with language, I would be limited. So I don't do it. And a lot of street performances work without words. Um, uh, uh, and for, you know, my hat line, my hat speech, I ask local people to translate me my hat lines into their language and then I read it and it's quite funny <laughs> so yeah um i try to in the end somehow um, speak the language of the country i i am in yeah because english is not everybody does understand everywhere you know i mean yeah so i was in russia nobody speaks english and how did you survive there? Like, are you fluent in Russian? Russia, it was great. I loved Russia. People, the Russian people, the Russian people are amazing and funny audience. Very open. I I was there with this walk act, um, act and as I told you, very interactive performance. Very, and it just it needs the people to be alive. <laughs> so people were ama amazing. We had so much fun. It was so joyful. We could do jokes with policemen, military officers, grannies. Great, lovely, lovely. Uh, and I feel like because Russia has a very long listening period, and I think this. Is uh, help to people. I feel like, okay. and I, I think Russian people. I, I I can't say it in a different way. Russian people are funny. Oh, Germans oh. are not so funny. Are you sure? No. I, I like oh, Henning Venn. Yeah, yeah, but, but, yeah. Random passing players are not so funny. I feel so. Um, I feel like who was eat people in Egypt were awesome. Really funny. Oh, yes. 
my god so yeah really funny but i think if i could choose a country to perform in then it's poland maybe poland poland yeah the oh. best shows i had in a sense of the connection with the audience happened in poland they are a lovely audience they give you so much back when you perform for them they're so much alive and present in the moment they're so respectful uh, amazing i just can't say amazing poland about for you about kind of you polish people <laughs> great yeah Ooh. and you also mentioned nations with very very attractive people <laughs> it also helps that the Russians, the Polish and the Egyptians, they're very fit and they're very good looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice, yeah. yeah, they're just, yeah, it's, um, I feel um, it's also a, a it's because of culture. Um, it's a cultural thing, so if you are more, you know, like introverted or really alpha, um, no matter how you put in which culture you grew up, I feel like. What is, what is an advice you give to younger self and what is a quote you'd like to live the rest of your life by? Oh, I, I prepared myself, I wrote them. <laughs> now I have to check. To my younger self, I would say, make enough breaks, take the time for recreation. You are not accountable to anyone. Do what you want. Stay always true to yourself. And um, if you make a plan, change direction if it's needed. You know, don't stick to a a plan um, or yeah try to yeah be true to yourself true to yourself and any decision you have to make be true to yourself this i would um say to my younger self and a quote of the world i don't know um mm, Oh, I have to say something wise now. <laughs> oh my God. Um, um, <laughs> to the world, I would say, take yourself more time for yourself and for your friends and family. Yeah. Oh. Work and success and career is not everything in the world, but family and love and friendship, that counts. Mm. Boom. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> and one, one more thing I would like to say, 
is do you have anything you would like to plug? Uh, what? Do you have uh, any sort of like website, social media, um, like things that you'd like to let people know about? Oh, yeah, of course. So um, go and visit our um, the show salon webpage. Um, if you need coaching for street theater, if you want to join in the masterclass, um, if you need a director uh, for your new sh show, go to the webpage, um, theshowsalon.com. Um, and if you're interested in what I do, then um, visit the Belletage Street Theater webpage. And maybe it's better you link it because it's such a long thing and uh, yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this is it, Dory. Um, yes. All right. Well, yeah, that's it. Thank you for coming so, on the podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, Let me know if you're you. in London and like pop round, and I'll show you around. I'll help you out. I know a few oh, cool. street places. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah, just fantastic. Thank you so much, and hopefully, yeah, best of luck with everything. Thank you.